Welcome to the ATM Podcast, where we discuss all the latest news in the football world. We dive into budgets, transfers, interesting fixtures, while sprinkling in just a little bit of salacious player news too. Episodes are uploaded every Tuesday and Thursday and are available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at the ATM Podcast. We are also available on YouTube, where we will be posting episode segments and other bonus content. We hope you guys enjoy our podcast. Drop us a like, even a review. Enjoy the show. Hello, hello, guys. Welcome to the ATM podcast. My name is Monashe Kirimi, and I am joined by my co-host, Tabang Modise, and Albakwe. He is finally back, and he got back to us safely. So, how are you feeling, gents? I'm good, Nothing. man. You know. Yeah, same. No complaints. You know, excited to record after a week out. So, yeah, let's get right to it. All right. Nah, Today honestly, we have special... Honestly, man. Wait, <laughs> I was about to say, honestly, man, you know, this this last football weekend wasn't, wasn't too good. But, yeah, I think, I think we'll cover it. That maybe the next episode. Nah, that's fair because we have a very special episode, or should I say, debate lined up for today. We, in light of a recent VAR controversy between Liverpool and Tottenham, where Liverpool had two players sent off and a goal disallowed. And now we are in a situation where Liverpool are now asking the PGMOL for the audio footage between the VAR officials to see if Luis Diaz's goal was offside and what made them actually change their mind and not allow the goal. We are here to debate, is VAR good for football? And whether or not we are for or against it. So... I'm going to kick off with Albaque. Pakis, are you for or against the VAR? Um, okay, for me, I'm a bit on the edge. A, part, a big part of me is against it, but I do see the positive effects that VAR can have on football, to be honest. Um, if, of course, you used properly or implemented properly also. Um, but to go back on one of the, the things, uh, I, how I feel is that I rather not have it in football, personally. Um, but to the fact that like I enjoyed football a lot more when VAR wasn't around, if you get what I'm trying to say. Um, there were times where, of course, we'd have the those odd decisions that would okay be 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 made by the refs that are of course clearly wrong to us in everything which of course VAR was implemented to try and correct those wrong decisions but um clearly it's not doing the business the way we all expected or anticipated to so yeah um reason why i also say that we should it should probably be removed was just for the main factor that you know the debates you would have with your friends colleagues or other football fans regarding the the games over the weekend or the result that happened 
were just a lot more fun, more passionate. I feel like VAR has kind of taken a bit of that passion out of the game, even though in a way it kind of created its own new one, in a sense. Not too sure how I can say that, but yeah, it kind of created its own debates of its debates of its own, in a way. Um, yeah, what you mean. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, I'm on the edge of it. The only thing that I do agree with VAR, like literally, um, is pretty much the offside rule. I feel like that that rule is pretty much implemented perfectly, even though over the weekend, um, the Liverpool Spurs game, we did not see it implemented properly at all, which is odd because that was the first time I think that has happened for me personally. I don't know if there's been other events, but that's the first time I've seen it happen in a match where they do not draw the lines in particular to see if a goal is should be disallowed because of the offside, which, of course, if you've seen the game or not, uh, you'd have seen that Diaz's uh, goal was incorrectly, or is this disallowed, due to the fact he was onside, and considering the point uh, the point of the game at the time, that would have taken Liverpool up 1-0, which would have changed the whole dynamic of the game, of course. So, yeah, I can understand the fact that Liverpool are now, of course, wanting the audio of the, of the PGMO of the game, because, yeah, no, a lot of suspect decisions were made in that game, not just by VAR, but of course also on the on-field decisions by the ref himself. So, yeah, it's 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 kind of 50-50 because VAR has its good things, but it has a lot of its bad things. Same way traditional football had a lot of good things and the bad things, though. Um, yeah, I, I, I just not too sure as how to they can move forward. Of course, maybe changing the rules um, or maybe following the rules a bit more stricter instead of like changing them too much per se. Yeah. Like the old footballing rules that we had, they can just implement those again, you know, as how to, in terms of your handballs, your um, phases of play. The phases of play thing, I don't really get for me personally. I do not get that whole phase of play thing, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where I feel like maybe if VAR was a bit revised and yeah, some of the match rules also were a bit revised, maybe VAR could, you know, in turn benefit football the way it was intended to. But at this moment in time, it is, I feel like, causing roughly more havoc than, you know, it, it did before, you know, it was implemented to me. So yeah, those are my views. And then you, TB. Um, I actually agree with majority of what Patrick was saying there, but you know, to to add on to it, I I just think how VAR works in the EPL is just completely weird in my opinion. It's not consistent at all. Um, since it's been implemented in this league, you know, we have other leagues like La Liga and the Serie who tend to be using it much better, in my opinion. Um, VAR does slow the game down, but, you know, that it's a technology that should only be used when you miss the season. You know what I'm saying? I don't really think um, it should be 
it should be used all the time because if you use it all the time, it's just going to slow the game down. But coming back to the Liverpool game, um, on my example of why VAR is kind of weird in the UK, is that, you know, the first red card that level, um, in, in the Liverpool Tottenham game, I think it was Curtis Jones tackle on Basuma, right? I don't think, I don't think the decision should have been overturned because um, the ref clearly saw it and he awarded a yellow card, right? Obviously, it was a red card, but I feel like since he saw it and he awarded the yellow card, the uh, decision should have, should have just said, um, it should have, it should have stayed the way it was. Shouldn't have been overturned. We would have had the debate after the game, like, oh, the referee was in the wrong. But you know, the referees it kind of protects the referees, in my opinion. Like, you know, the the, the referees don't get enough kicks, in my opinion, especially when it comes to these sort of decisions that they that they see. But yeah, when the referee misses a decision, it's in my opinion that's the only time they are to be. Or, um, to be looked at because that way you, you're not really slowing down the game but yeah that's just, that's just my opinion and um, I think it's a good thing but in the, in the Premier League I don't think it's a good thing because of how inconsistent it is like even against the even during the United Tottenham game when United should have had a penalty you know why didn't that decision go to yeah, that was a decision the, the referee missed, but you know they ultimately they just decided that that um, the referee saw the decision, so it, so the decision just stood. But it is what it is, man. At the end of the day, um, I think it is a good thing, but uh, some tweaks need to be done in the EPL. That's for sure. All right, fair enough. Well, for me. I am pro VAR, and like Tabang said, I think with some tweaks, it'll go very well. But just to cut in on what you said, TB, are you referring to the Christian Romero handball? Hell yeah. Nah, it did go to VAR, and they still said nah, there's no need to overturn that. So it's one of those inconsistencies again. And what I will say, though, is as much as our back, we will say, hey, we want VAR gone. We want those debates. If you're, Are you willing to accept VAR being gone if it means that you'll accept the fact that referees are going to make mistakes? Referees make mistakes regardless, bro. VAR isn't changing much with that right now currently, bro. Some some of the referees would make the correct decisions, then VAR would come in, come into play, make them reconsider their decisions, uh, whether it was a correct one or not, you know. And yeah, most likely at the time when VAR comes and plays a part in that and they go to the screen, what happens? The decision is changed. Whether most of us feel like, okay, the decision was correct or not, per se, like some people... If you want to talk about the Liverpool game, some would feel like, okay, you know what, maybe um, Curtis Jones sending off was a bit, you know, harsh per se. 
due to the fact that we we know he wasn't trying to go for the what is this the player's leg or Basuma's Basuma's yeah um leg in the he was trying to you know just get the ball in a sense so a yellow seemed fair for some and the ref also felt that was the case when you first saw the challenge of course um but yeah clearly VR came into play told him to have another look at it, which made the challenge of course look a lot worse than it did and uh, yeah and yeah. my also my my issue with VR is that it doesn't it's not consistent. Of course, we know they don't play a part in terms of, you know, the yellow card and stuff. But how many times have you seen some players getting booked for simulate? Okay, not for simulation, but for some players tripping themselves, but then they get booked, you know, for yeah. that. It happened with Tomiyasu yeah. earlier in the season. It happened uh, in the Liverpool game with uh, Jota also, you know, being correct, yeah. incorrectly booked. So what, what's the, what difference does that make now? If VAR doesn't come and change those small decisions also, which of course could play a big factor along the game as well, which, yeah, could change the entire dynamic. But now, if they don't want to revise those things, might as well just, you know, cut it out because it's not really changing much. You know, it's changing a little bit, but it's not doing much, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I get you. So, around the road, my, my my counter on that though, I would say I, I don't really think the obviously is I think the people behind it are, are are the issue. You know, ever since Howard Webb took over PGMO, I think I think that's when it kinda went to to shit when you say, I wanna cut, but yeah, I just cut. But anyway, I just think the people behind it they they awful at at, at looking at a replay, it makes no sense to me, man. I feel like, so even if you, even if you were behind the scenes, you'd be able to, you'd be able to make the right call. But somehow these guys, they just don't know how to make the right call at all. In this league, it's, it's just awful to see, man. <laughs> all right, man. I I hear you. So just to round off your point, Bucky. So. You are you are willing to accept in the end that referees will make mistakes if we get rid of VAR. Yeah, that's part of football, bro. To be honest, so I'll I'll accept it in a sense. Nah, okay. nah then that's fair because a lot of fans won't accept that. Oh, all right. So another to why I'm in for VAR is because. Like Tabang said, I feel like the implementation needs to be better. What I would probably do is something like what they used to, like what they always do in cricket. Like, if you feel that a decision is really, like, against you, like you feel like this is a definite handball or a definite penalty, then you're like, hey, ref, please go check. You know, like when they check LBWs and they go to the third umpire, for those things. Yeah. I think it's something like that, but limited ones. Like, you know, in cricket, they only get about three per every session and then they get renewed after a certain time. I think that would help. And I would also get rid of this thing of precision of sides, guys. Precision of sides are crap. Like, they are really crap. 
So like with that, how I what I would do is something like do you guys remember that Jan Vertonghen goal that was disallowed when he was still in his half? But then when he and then when the keeper was all the way at the Tottenham goal because Sunderland were taking a corner, then Vertonghen ran from his half. The ball was on the close to the halfway line. He kicks the ball. It goes in the net, but they disallowed the. Goal. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Nah. So, you really don't? I don't think I do. Nah, Baki, it's your ball knowledge, my man. I know you don't like... one goal, dude. It's a cloud. Come on, man. It's like Yeah, but it was one of the famous ones, my man. It was really one of the famous ones. And I know you don't like Spurs, but come on. But yeah. So that would that's something, you know, like how VAR has always been like for clear and obvious errors. That is something I would classify as clear and obvious. Where they're like, okay, man, this is clear and obvious. Fix that. And then like Baki said, the phases of build up is something that's pretty crap. Another thing that I feel actually hurts VAR in its success is this handball rule because we are getting situations where players will kind of like hit the ball. They'll see because the hand is not in a natural position, they'll be aspirous. Let me hit the ball onto our backwards hand and because it's not in a natural position, I'll get the penalty. It was like, that's how I felt about the Christian Eriksen penalty when we played Bayern Munich. It was such a nonsense penalty to give away. So I think make some of those changes and then VAR will be so much better. So that's mainly why I'm pro VAR. That's fair. Um, One of the reasons why also, you see, like why like like I said, I'm kinda like on the edge of it because I'm I can't understand why VR could be a good thing. And at the same time I just feel like it's doing okay, it's not doing more harm than good. I think it's doing more good than harm, if I'm being honest. Um but yeah, because there was in terms of that handballing decision that you mentioned now, uh I'm sure was it I think it was last weekend's fifties in the Prem also or there was a uh, at handballing rule, in terms of the penalties given, the consistencies with it is also something that needs to be revised. I think that's mainly the main issue with VAR is the rules that are given to you know help dictate it or some sort. They they themselves need to be heavily revised because it says also in one of the rule books that if a ball were to come off any other part of your of a player's body. And then onto the hand, it's not a penalty, you know. But we saw in the Luton Wolves game where a ball. My cousin. No, I'm saying sorry to cut you, man. But isn't it if it touches your hand in the build up to a to a goal, then it's not a goal? Isn't that what you mean? In the build up to a goal, but if 
it's it's if if it comes off any part of your body, like your thigh or your leg, and then goes onto your body, it's not a it's not a pain. Or it's not a handball. Oh. Let me say that it's not a handball. All right. Yeah, but what happened in the Luton Wolves game is that it came off. I can't even remember the player the player's name now, but it came off a, a player's thigh onto his hand, but his arm was in an unnatural position. But they gave the penalty due to the fact that his hand was in an unnatural position. So now you tell me, how does that work in a sense of now? You now counter, you're changing again one rule for something that, of course, the player could not control again. Sure, his hand is in an unnatural position, true. But it came off a body part of him, you know? <laughs> it's not like he could have he could have predicted where the ball was going to go. You know, he made a block. It's At this, at this point, the way VR is working is it's as if players should cut off their arms and defend that way when they need to now, you know, block shots or stuff, in a sense, you know? <laughs> I, nah, I get what you mean. I do get what you mean. So I think it's just going to be one of those, man. I think VR will be here to stay. I don't think it will just be gotten rid of. But I genuinely think that with better implementation, we'll get far. In terms of what Liverpool are doing, I think it's pretty ridiculous. Like, look, man, what can the guys just say except, hey, we messed up, we're sorry, and they would have admitted that, hey, yes, we messed up, but now to go and do this whole thing of statements and I read somewhere that they want to get lawyers involved and I'm like, ah, guys, come on. But I will yes. say, though, you know, I saw some thoughts on it. Let me just finish up, man. I saw some thoughts on it. I was like, I, some United fans were saying, ah, we, sh- we should be doing more of this, guys. That way, the decisions will be in our favor because one of those United fans joked, like, Jurgen Klopp complained that United were getting so many penalties. And after he complained about it, we stopped getting penalties for a long time. And now Liverpool will probably get some decisions in their favor because of all this complaining that they're doing. You can you go, TB. Oh, sure. Sorry about that. You know, to come back to Liverpool, man, I don't know why Liverpool fans are complaining because last season they benefited heavily off of VAR, in my opinion. But, you know, they have one bad game with VAR. Now they want to get lawyers involved. You know, it's quite petty, to be honest. Um, But also, you know, when it comes to VAR, man, you know, that decision is points either gained or lost. So, like, like it's actually not it's not the right thing to do. I hate this thing of oh, you know, when they when they make bad decisions, they just apologize. It's actually it's nonsense. Bro. You know, last season there was freaking there was five instances where um, where they are actually apologized. Where the where the people behind they are apologized for the decisions that they made. A very notable one was when Liverpool lost 2-1 to Tottenham after Luis Diaz's goal was ruled out after being 
incorrectly ruled offside. You know, it's kind of deja vu for Lewis here, but that was one moment, or even, or even against uh, um, Tottenham against Brighton. You know, when Hoiberg appeared to foul Matoma in the Tottenham penalty box, but referee Stuart Atwell declined, uh, declined to award a penalty, and they are micro really supported the decision. So you know, there's there's been instances, but it's all, you know, for all, all, all these points, man, you don't know what exactly these these teams are competing for. You know, Liverpool last season, um, I think I think they 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 finished in the Europa League spot. What if they what if if they got that win, it could have really catapulted them in their top four race. But you know, the seasons like that hurt them, even for Brighton. You know, Brighton almost made Champions League last season. So maybe that one game could have helped Brighton out as well. But yeah, I think they just need to they need to get better at it. They need to learn from the other leagues on what they're doing right, like La Liga, like Syria, even the Bundesliga. They need to see what they're doing correctly with the system and then apply it to the EPL that the officiating can can be as accurate as the other leagues man yeah, I, I feel like that's the only thing they, they need to do going forward uh tb i will counter though like there's no league that has gotten VAR, bro if you if you rewatch the other coverage and listen to the even the fans in the stadium were starting to whistle at the ref and the VR thing. No league really has gotten VR perfect. Everyone talks about the Not Premier League. Perfect, but, but almost like, you know, Close to perfect, let me say. Even, no, not no, even close I, to perfect. I, 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 I have to also count there, bro. VR has so many flaws, bro. It has so many flaws and so many leagues, dude. That's, that's the main issue why people are complaining about it. I think the only time we've seen VR almost work to, to a good capacity is at World Cups, if I'm being honest. That's the one time I could almost have very, very little to almost zero complaints about VR. Is during the World Cup games, but when it comes to league games, I don't know. It just seems to all go out the window for 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 most of these <laughs> leagues. Uh, you know that's that's fair enough. I think I uh, I think I can agree with that. But man, it's, it it can't be that like that bad. Maybe just for me, I still think it's an EPL main issue, but. Yeah, maybe I need to I need to watch more more of the other leagues to, to see what you and Musa are speaking about. Especially when it came to um, you know, the referees being whistled by the fans and, and that sort of and that sort of thing. But yeah, I'll just I'll pay it I'll pay more attention to it. Nah man, the thing is when you're in the Premier League, the fact of the matter is we're the biggest league in the... The Premier League's the biggest league in the world. Whether you think is whether you think it's the best league in terms of actual football on the pitch, that's your opinion. You can feel how you want to feel. But I feel that objectively, 
It's the biggest league in the world. It has the most money and it has the most eyes. So all the mistakes are going to be amplified and put under, under a microscope on a bigger scale. So I think that's why you're always saying that, ah, Premier League, Premier League this. Because let's be honest, bro. Bundesliga, all we really have are replays. And yeah. the Bundesliga isn't that well followed in South Africa. You can say La Liga, maybe. And Serie A because of Ronaldo and how Supersport decided to get rights. But that's pretty much it. Okay, enough, man. So, yeah. Anything else to add on this topic of VAR, guys? Yeah, I guess maybe we can now just hands down um, put our final thoughts on it. Um, for me, my final thoughts is that I'm probably going to say I'm leaning towards a more for VAR but it needs to be, it needs to be, you know, reviewed very, very, very carefully now. Especially some of the rules. Um, I feel like it needs to it needs to now balance out completely, man. Because um, right now you're making just as much mistakes as the refs did um, prior to they are being implemented for me. So yeah, to cut that out, you need to change the certain things, maybe. I don't know, we've had some pundits say that maybe some players should be, like former players should be up there in the room, you know, to help them make decisions better to understand from a player's perspective or something. I don't know if that'll necessarily help it, but I don't know. One thing for sure is, yeah, some of the rules need to be revised for sure. And yeah, sometimes allow maybe the ref to, to carry on with certain decisions the way they've been doing, I guess. But yeah, if it's something that's, again, clear-cut and obvious, yeah, then they can come in for sure. But other than that, though, yeah, I just think some rules need to be revised so that it can help maybe run, make some certain decisions a bit more smoother, in a sense. So, yeah, that's my final thoughts on VR. And then you, TV? Hey. Um, well, for me, I think, I think VAR should stay. Um, I think the only, I think the, of course, like Pachi was saying, some changes need to be done to the league. For me, one of the, the biggest changes is, is to get the right people behind the screen. Because I feel ultimately it comes down to those guys, you know, those guys who, who are um, putting information into the referee here? I feel like they need to they need to be able to analyze what's happening in the game better, so that the, the so that the decisions are or what's called are the correct decisions and not the wrong ones. So for me, yeah, I think they just need to get better people behind the screen to help out the ref, and VAR would be much better. All right, fair enough. Nah, I'll just echo what I said before. I think with slightly better implementation and a couple of rule changes, then VR will be will be better. I don't think you need to get rid of any refs or get new refs in. 
because there are less refs in the country now. And I'm speaking specifically about England because you've had issues where refs are like, ah, I don't want to be a ref. There's so much pressure and people are heckling me, swearing at me, people are rude. So I think then you'll have to train the refs better. And the thing is, you're also gonna, people are gonna have to eventually accept that refs make mistakes. I, back in the day, we used to have jokes about United and Howard Webb or how, who the, who was on then, we'd also get the Fergie time jokes. And then there were also stories about how Barca were always bribing refs as well. I mean, our backward likes to always talk about mm. the Arsenal, the Arsenal Barca game where it was where Van Persie was sent off. Now nah, that you like referencing, yeah. So we know Barca. So those types of things, if you're gonna get rid of VAR, then you need people are gonna have to accept that. Hey, guys. Some of these refs are going to make mistakes. Let's just accept. Now, obviously, it doesn't mean the ref must make, like, very crappy calls that even a six-year-old could make, but we just need to accept those things, I guess. So that's pretty much it on VAR. So just to, and also to talk about Liverpool one more time, like, guys, where do you think this situation will go, <laughs> in all honesty? I have my own thoughts about what the point of it is and where it'll go, but I also want to hear your guys' thoughts. <laughs> um, For me, I don't think it's going to go far, to be honest with you. They'll probably, like, kind of like like you said, man, Um, they did what they could. They apologized for what happened, and, of course, they will, try not to do it again but for them to go this far this extra as in low mean to go to the point of wanting to you know maybe getting lawyers involved and stuff it's a bit much for me man you can't change the past you know it's not like whatever they do is going to necessarily change that result for them yeah maybe they could i don't know just the best they could do is probably just appeal some of the red cards or something you know maybe that that's all they can do, but everything else, man, just seems like just barking up a very high tree, man. You know, so it's, it's just one of those situations, man. But in terms of where it will end up for them, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll only see. But Liverpool again complaining about this is kind of uh, hypocritical because Thank you know you. they are the team that's benefited the most from VAR since its implementation. You. You know, so yeah, they, they should just you know take it as okay. It's one of those games where it didn't work out for us. Now we leave it at that. We move forward. Next game, focus on that. That's pretty much it. Oh yeah! By the way, did you guys see that interaction between Alexis McAllister and Christian Romero on Twitter on Instagram? Nah. Okay, so for context. Uh, McAllister posted, "Hey, things are very normal when you play with twelve. When you play against twelve players, 
And then Christian Romero told him, hey, go cry at home. Wow. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Jokes. But those, that's banter. But I will say, though, guys, you know what ha- you the things confidence does, guys, and having a competent coach. Christian Romero looks good, guys. Christian Romero of all defenders actually looks competent. And he hasn't even been red carded yet. It's so shocking, guys. I'm sorry, guys, but but we kind of said this. Someone kind of said that he, he is a decent defender. We've seen it for Argentina. It's just we don't know what was happening at first, but yeah, I agree with you, Sham. Clearly, what what Andre is doing is 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 proper because even I did not expect Spurs to be doing as well as they're doing, especially since losing Kane. So credit where credit's due, I guess. I gotta <laughs> give credit. Yeah, yeah. Nah, you can go, bro. It's just nah, just go. I'll finish the thought now. Yeah, I was about to say I gotta give Chris, uh, credit to Christian Romero. Um, I feel like the ability is always been there, to be honest with you. But uh, I'm more impressed by Van de Ven. I never heard of him. All I know is that he came from Wolfsburg, and that, and I was shocked at his age to find out that he's only 19 years old. Um. I think Tottenham's got a really good defense right now. Uh, that partnership, I just feel like yeah, Christian Romero just needed a better, a better uh, defensive partner next to him to really show off exactly what he can do. And he's also, and I've also been seeing he's he's more of a leader this season. So like he's, he's really he's really been impressing me. Um, I think it will go on. The whole season, as long as Van der Ven is, is uh, available and that Eric Dyer is not playing centre-back next team, I think I think for Tottenham, their defence will be pretty solid this season. Okay, fair enough. What I was going to say is, I'm a hater, guys. I will always ride the Christian Romero ancient train until the wheels fall off. I wow. think this is just a good patch of form and World the Cup wheels are going to come off. They're going to come off eventually. You guys know I'm a hater. But yeah. In terms of Liverpool, maybe they're trying to create that siege mentality of it's us against the world. Look at how many bad VAR calls we have. We've even had these nonsense red cards. Look at what they're trying to do. So maybe it's creating that siege mentality. Although I do disagree where Baki said they might get the red cards returned. I don't think with the red card it's a very clear and dubious error. It's a very subjective thing, choice, so... I think Curtis Jones is going to stay suspended. And Liverpool have cover anyway. They have Gravenberch. They have Wataru Endo. This Bacetich guy that they like is back. So I think they will be fine in the end. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Anything else you guys would like to add before we sign off? Never mind. 
On my end, um, I just wanna, I just wanted to ask you guys if I get you guys' opinion on the Victor Osimhen situation, man. You know, with Napoli releasing all those disrespectful TikTok videos on him. You know, I, uh, I was wondering, ultimately, what do you think will will be the the resolution of that issue? Do you think he's gonna move to another club, or does it does he ride it out for the rest of the season with Napoli? Uh, I think I think it's gonna be okay, man. It's just one of the things he'll probably have to get over. It. He himself was also being a bit um, dramatic, but if he wants to leave, hey boy, Arsenal, we're waiting for you, my man. You know, uh, you're more than welcome to come to the side. We we will treat you far better than you know Napoli did. We won't we won't post TikToks about you like that, man. You know, but. Yeah, you know, honestly, I think he's going to be professional about it, finish the season with him, and then maybe in the summer, if he wants then a, a different challenge, then yeah, he'll, of course, request a move or something. But other than that, though, I just think it'll be something he'll get over, in honest opinion. <laughs> yeah, I have similar thoughts to Bakis. I think he's definitely angry about the post, especially the coconut one. <laughs> I will say though, when I heard the explanation of why the coconut thing probably made him so mad, I've also realized like, hey, gents, we've probably had people make jokes. We've probably had people tell us that we're coconuts, eh? Yeah. That's one of those. So I think it this will hurt Napoli because they want to get into contract negotiations with him and try and get more money from him. And this isn't how you treat your top star who helped you to a league title, but I think it's just a case of people in Italy don't realize how the videos, like the coconut one, can be perceived as racist. Or that whole right. penalty video can be perceived as, like, insulting. But yeah. I do think eventually he'll calm down. But I will say, though, Napoli's statement was disappointing. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, Victor, we're sorry, we fucked up, and we'll try and be better. So that's the one disappointing aspect about what when that Napoli put out their statement. But I feel like people will eventually, everyone will get in a room together and they'll solve it. He is angry, but I think he is going to calm down, like Bucky said. No, that's, that's fair. That's fair. I think... I think, yeah, I think similar as well. I but think you'll finish the season at Napoli, but next season, there's no way he's staying at that club. That's for sure. Not right. unless okay. the club. Also, just before we mark off, I just want to... Uh-huh. I was saying, unless he signs a con... Not if he signs a con... say something else? I'm saying that he probably, if he signs a contract, he's staying at Napoli because there is no way Napoli are asking for anything less than 150 million. 
if he signs a new contract. And I don't think any club will be willing to pay that amount of money for a guy who's had some injury troubles in recent seasons. So it really depends. All right. I agree with you, to be honest with you. So, yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll just see what how this all unfolds. Well, probably by January already, we'll, there's this whole saga that been, you know, prepared long, long ago. So, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely, it'll definitely be something we'll keep our, our eye on. But, yeah. Anything else you guys want to add before we call it? Nah, I'm good. Yeah, nah, I'm also good. Alright, then in that case, um, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Please do make sure to check our socials linked in the description. And please do share, like, and comment um, wherever you're following us. And yeah, do tune in for the next episode when you post again. See y'all soon. Love, love. Peace.